Hello, everybody, and welcome to In My Opinion, the Good Fight podcast. This one covering season five, episode one, the premiere episode of season five, titled Previously On. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and today I'm joined by Tia Kemp. Hello. Jack O'Keefe. Hello. Keen Cobb. Hello. And Molly Scullion. Hello. Yeah, we are all here, and we are all on the same page uh, from, <laughs> from here on out. <laughs> It's all guessing. Uh, and speaking of guessing, we're going to move our locks, any discussion of our Stone Cold locks, our predictions to the end of the episode. So if you don't give a shit about those, you shouldn't have to worry <laughs> about it interrupting the flow of the show. Uh, but if you do like those, that's where you will find them. All right. So first impressions. Everybody's got a first impression, a real <laughs> first impression this time. Uh, Keen, I want to hear yours. Uh, I really... This whole this whole thing got me really confused um, because for the first few minutes, <laughs> like when it, when it starts, it's like previously on. I'm like, all right, cool. And then it's like, all right, I got to start looking around. Like, it's been a few today. Is this is this the episode or is this still okay? <laughs> <laughs> and it kept, it kept going, and then it probably hit the all time record for like when they finally showed the title shots, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the title screen, <laughs> like right to me. Yeah. I'm like, oh wow, that's the longest it went. But no. Uh, the way that they did it structurally, I find it very creative because it's just like, look, a lot of shit happened. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if we can get, yeah, there's a lot of shit. Let's just try to give you like little chunks of what happened. So um, it felt like a, a a good finale, and it dovetails into the um, the dovetails into the next season, yeah. and the, the different positions everyone found themselves in everyone in the world was either one of if not both or like multiple parts of that so it was cool to see them pay respect to it uh dimensions of different um, events so overall was, i think it was a really really good episode yeah yep tia ah wow this was so <laughs> good i don't know if it's like the build-up um or just the fact that i've just been on this good fight journey and I'm, you know, finally being uh, at season five, but man, it just, this episode felt really good and satisfying. Also, it's really nice to be meeting with all of you on Zoom. That's Z-O-O-M. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so what an amazing website. Um, yeah, I, but I love that. I love that how they went through the whole 2020 timeline and all these things that now are kind of the new norm for us and mm -hmm. seeing kind of, you know, how they went through, you know, oh, we're going to take a couple weeks off and people wearing masks and Marissa still uh, not adhering to guidelines. <laughs> um, At all. And, and then- um, Not I even also, the ones where she's fired. <laughs> exactly, thank you. Um, also cried the most I've ever cried uh, watching a Good Fight episode with the breakup and with Lucas' speech leaving. Um, mm -hmm. We'll talk about this mm -hmm. more, but shout out to I think it's Aaron, I wrote this down, Aaron Squire uh, from Javid, uh, Javid, oh my gosh, from, from Jay experiencing COVID. I combined Jay mm. and COVID just now. So. <laughs> now it's Javid. Um, but yeah, with, uh, so that's one of the, one of the black writers on the show. And he brought it with that Frederick Douglass fever dream uh, mm -hmm. from the old commercial from Soul Train. So yeah, I am so, so happy with this episode and I'm excited for season five and I'm excited to talk to y'all and I'm wearing my Luca wig today. Yeah. 
in mourning. So yeah, excited. Jack. I, I, I've made a lot of comparisons to what like the good fight, the good verse is of television before. And this is the first time I've ever considered that. I think the good verse may be the Simone Biles of television (laughs) (laughs) simply because this is, this was a feat of narrative gymnastics that I don't think anyone considered remotely possible. And yet, and yet they fucking stuck the landing. They nailed it. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> uh, the, the moment the moment that we get previously on and then a scene that I we had never seen before I was like they got they figured it out they did it yeah. they did it mm-hmm. they got it and they got a lot of the good like broad strokes moments in there the moments that like would affect these characters I, I feel like it would have been very easy to just like play the hits but I really appreciated how they rooted all of these even the death of uh, RBG into the characters and their perspective because like yeah this i hadn't considered this fucks up the rest of diane's life possibly you know uh and especially having i also for for preparation for this recording i did watch the entirety of the king's spectrum original the bite (laughs) uh which is like exclusively covid focused like was all filmed inside Mm -hmm. Uh, and appreciated that while that was very much like a wide scope that was like a definitely like play the hits and figure out how it works it, it that almost felt like part of the experience of writing that was practice for distilling putting the quote-unquote COVID experience into one hour yeah so you might say that uh use to use your Simone Biles uh analogy that not only did they do these moves and stick the landing they did it in competition so yeah there you have it. Yeah. Uh, and I also would like to know uh, where you watch that. Um, mm, we'll talk about it, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Molly. I, I, I might have needed to talk to a lot of friends in Western Pennsylvania <laughs> to see who's got a Spectrum original account. Gotcha. Um, Molly. Yeah, I, I loved it. Um, very much echoing what has already been said. I think it just solidifies, like, I mean, everybody has their show that they're like, this is the best show ever. And mm-hmm. then this episode just was kind of like, well, but but we're the ones who are right. <laughs> 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 that was, was basically my takeaway. I, you know, and I just, I, I think what this show does really well, and again, this particular episode shows, is that they take care of their audience in such a way that you're not mm-hmm. annoyed that you are watching what really happened uh, yeah over the past year like you you know i just think they do it so so well that you never feel like bogged down by that while you're watching it not that mm-hmm. it can't hit at moments in the way that it should but i, I just think it's done so masterful masterfully mm-hmm. <laughs> masterfully <laughs> unique <laughs> new york Red leather yellow leather quick uh, i'm sorry can i ask a quick question me is yeah is sure. uh is jay the first um depiction of COVID on tv like in like a series no this is no. Us. they had well i guess no one got sick from COVID and this is us but they just the good doctor the good doctor had i think he had COVID, and then they <laughs> cured it and we're like we we're skipping a year and it's gone now <laughs> Uh, for, for any listeners who don't know that is not part of the good verse uh, like, <laughs> different good show good different good show yeah 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 uh i agree with all of those takes i fucking love the the episode uh big time i thought it was a a work of art in the way that they handled everything that we missed 
Like all last mm -hmm. season, I was complaining that we only got seven episodes. I wish we had those extra three episodes. They made <laughs> last season feel like we it was a 14 episode season. Yeah. It was just, it was, it was that good. Um, the, the storytelling, the way that they weave the different uh, threads for the people together, um, like, you know, someone who I think, um, I can't remember who got the ding for RBG, but then it leads into Diane's reaction to it. And mm -hmm. they did that multiple times with different moments throughout the episode. I thought that was really cool. The cinematography, like everything about this episode, I thought was really, really good. I think it's Emmy worthy on its own, out of the gates. Mm -hmm. um, so, Kings, if you want my opinion, wow. and you don't need to take it, <laughs> get, you know, you can submit this one. Um, but let's watch the rest of the season before you uh, listen to me. All right. Uh, those are the first impressions. We're going to start with, uh, start diving in with Jay. Like, Keen, as... Yeah, Kane, you were talking about... Was, yeah, I'm sorry. As it was happening... Uh, like when he was like waking up, I was like, "Oh, they got my man." No, <laughs> not Jay. And then when he he made the call to uh, to to Bozeman, and Bozeman's like, "All right, brother, you, you playing around? I got shit to do." And he was like, mm -hmm. "I don't know what's wrong with me." And like <laughs> just, and like that took me back to like um just like growing up. My number one thing I thought I was afraid of heights, and I thought I was afraid of like other things. They always broke down to not knowing, to not yeah. knowing what it is like the unknown so like that took me back to last march when we were like wait it does what how can we yeah. mm -hmm. just the fear in it and yeah. bozeman stepping up being like a dad figure to him like calm down just, mm -hmm. just relax don't do anything and marissa being marissa just strolling into a hazmat mm -hmm. people like and like how the doctors had to respond right then they're like, yo, we don't know what this is. We know it's from, we know, we know it's from China. We know, it, we don't know exactly though. So they, they had them like um, the plastic bags. They were wearing trash mm -hmm. bags. They didn't have the equipment <laughs> yet. It's just, mm -hmm. it just took, it took you back to last year and just mm -hmm. the fear of it. So for them to, like you said earlier, depict everything that happened, amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when um, Jay was uh, in that, the beginning stages of even describing or, you know, talking to Adrian over the phone, it kind of reminded me, well, first of all, it was just heartbreaking and great acting, mm -hmm. by the way, but I was just like, yeah, I was, I was genuinely scared, but it also reminded me of when Adrian got shot and he's mm -hmm. talking to people, he's like, hey, I've been shot. And everyone's like, ah, so funny. <laughs> um, and he's like, no, I was just shot. And Jay, you know, there, obviously there's something wrong with him, but just, you know, that time it took for Adrian to finally understand mm -hmm. that something was wrong with him. So just, it just took me back also to that, just the delay of people taking it seriously. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I totally agree with what Keen just shared. And um, yeah, I didn't, that was that was really hard, hard to watch. And it felt so good when he wasn't in the hospital anymore. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Um, and I, I want to say more about uh, his uh, hallucinations, but I'm also going to just wait because I think Jackie, you're going to say something because there's also so much to say about yeah. all the just the COVID aspect. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to speak more on the uh, hallucinations because I, I do think they did something really smart, which is distill a lot of the like philosophical reckonings a lot of people had over the last year into that poker table. Um, you know, after the, the very fun uh, introduction of Frederick Douglass, which 
thank you to IFC's Sherman Showcase for letting me have done my homework and not letting this not be when I learned about the Frederick Douglass Afrosheen commercials. <laughs> uh, had a nice little two-year head start on that knowledge. Um, but the like present representation of Jesus and like Karl Marx, which y'all are on Facebook, y'all know how many people started a little closer to center and ended up farther left over the past year. Uh, and Malcolm X, and I think Jay has always been the most, not necessarily politically radical character on this show, but definitely the most forward thinking, the one who is looking at a much wider scope than really anyone else on the show is. Um, they're either kind of like Marissa, who is, you know, kind of has blinders on and is like looking ahead at her own path and the upper management of the firm that is you know worried about their clients and they're interested in the world but not that far outside of how it affects them jay has always been the big picture guy and i think that little round table he has is going to show dividends through the remainder of the season even at the end of the episode we're starting to see you know he's arming himself he's you know being vigilant he's still he's still got frederick in his mind mm -hmm. you know so i'm very curious to see where he goes with that and that we did get to have a character go through that thought process that many people did over the past year uh just, just speaking to those for a moment uh what was frederick Douglass's point of view on that because i have uh you have jesus who is violence is not the answer you have um, Malcolm, uh, it's criminal to teach a man not to defend himself when he's a victim of constant attacks, mm -hmm. uh, and you need to fight the oppressor. Yeah, and so, yeah, Karl Marx focused, and Karl Marx focused on class issues. And oh, that's Frederick right, yeah, Doug upper class versus lower class. Yeah, and then Frederick Douglass, eye roll, uh, was talking about mm -hmm. just talk to people and unite. <laughs> mm -hmm. Even if it's a white supremacist, unite. Um, if, you know, they're for the cause. And I was like, uh, Frederick, you need you need some updating, <laughs> sir. <laughs> I don't think you know what this is. But, I think that um, firmware. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, I think he ended up uh, kind of going, uh, leaning into the whole Malcolm, like, fight. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, yeah. To party. Mm -hmm. Malcolm, Malcolm made the best case. Yeah. Oh, too. yes. Molly? Um... Well, I'll just start by saying I picked the wrong ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe yeah. we got four ghosts in the first episode. <laughs> none of them, them were yours. Uh, for anybody uh, that doesn't know what Molly's mentioning there, uh, tune in or keep tuning in yeah. for the end of the podcast when we discuss our Stone Cold Locks and predictions. Um, yes, I'm jumping the gun, but um, yeah, I, I I will say I. Um, just speaking to that, back to that moment where Adrian's like, "Oh no, you're you're being silly. Like, what what are you what are you up to? What hijinks are you up to?" I just <laughs> like, I I still I think I again trust this show, but I definitely had that moment of like, "Oh my god, he's gonna hang up on him, and Jay's gonna die." Yeah, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. uh, and it. Oh my gosh, it's just, I I I don't know what I would have done. That's mm -hmm. that would have mm -hmm. been a. Uh, a pretty horrible loss and i will yeah. say the one the one beef i got with this is in the in the ambulance adrian is like oh yeah there's this thing from china mm -hmm. and i was like this is march 13th we were all <laughs> we all knew about the thing from yeah china. yeah hey. he's like <laughs> you weren't inside at that point yeah <laughs> yeah that was the day 
mostly everything the, went to sh- shut down. I yeah. think the NBA closed down that day. We had a show, oh, yeah. I think, 13th or 12th. And you were like, look, maybe. And then everyone was like, no, no, we're not. Mm, mm, yep. Yeah. We're not. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's my this one. Is a different theater had a show. Crossroads Comedy <laughs> takes its performer's health into consideration <laughs> in profound ways. <laughs> is it is it cool? Or I, I think um, is it cool to anybody else the fact that like in that moment, that's the first person you thought of for help. Like yeah, and maybe oh, yeah. that line of like, "Are you my dad?" Like it was just yeah, like you, my dad. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, just him in that with that realization in that moment, like not knowing what's happening, scared to death. I need help right now. Who can help me? And he, that's mm-hmm. the first person he thought of. Or it might it's be Adrian. Just, hey, is the first yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I do think, I, and I think um, speaking to Adrian's shooting too, like Jay was so mad at Adrian prior yeah. to that and the way he went to him and all. I just, I love, I love this seasons long sort of thing where you just have this understanding that the two of them have a very very deep relationship beyond what we get to sort of witness um Mm -hmm. so yeah i do like those little moments where we see that come out yeah Uh, i think that other than the march 13th this thing from china uh statement which yeah i agree like yeah we we knew what was going on by then uh i think that they did an awesome job of capturing the different levels of understanding of the mask wearing because you had people mm-hmm. coming into an office with a mask and then just like removing it to talk and still yeah. like in March and, and early and, and later on. Um, and at and any time, it's still way before a vaccine has been uh, been put out. Um, so, yeah. yeah, those depictions, uh, mm-hmm. Jay's acting through that, I thought just thought was fantastic. Like, dude got it really, really bad and still doesn't have his taste back. Oh, we get him back by episode two. I am very curious if we'll see, and I don't know that we will because it seems like he got out of the hospital in November, so maybe we'll have assumed he's, you know, recovered. But to be in the hospital for as long as he was, and like mm-hmm. yeah. what that does to you, I don't know. I just I would be very curious to watch that unfold. Mm-hmm. When I first saw the Karl Marx character, and I didn't have time to look up who this was on IMDb, but at first I was like, is that Will Forte? I don't know. Yeah, right. make it look- yeah. yeah, so I need to confirm that. And then the second random thing is that whole scene reminded me of um, Chantal from Search Party's hallucination. <laughs> Anybody watches that show? Yep. She, <laughs> when she hallucinated like all the authors, it was like Mark Twain and Maya Angelou mm-hmm. and James. Anyway, so ghosts, I don't know, like historical ghosts is like a thing for people writing out here on TV. Mm-hmm. So that's all. I'm done. Uh, speaking of the people that played those uh, historical figures. Uh, Frederick Douglass, played by Tony Award-winning actor. Oh, yeah. And Vereen. Yeah. So we'll, 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 that is going to be up for debate. Zuma Bafu. Uh, <laughs> that's how I knew him. That's how my dad taught him to me. That's how I will teach yeah. my son. We will Zuma talk Bafu. about that in no, the last portion. Uh, <laughs> and now for the uh, quick bits. Uh, if Lenore had seen Jay, she would have said... <laughs> It's your leg and your back. It's everything. <laughs> that is all. <laughs> that is that is all. All right, moving on to Marissa. Oh, God. To you. <laughs> the sound Sorry, of disgust. I should have muted myself. I don't. Yeah, I don't know that life. I don't know. <laughs> and, and what's crazy is there are there are so many Marissas in the world. 
mm-hmm. that just move about with so much entitlement and and still mm-hmm. are taken care of. They get what they, what they are. They are okay. There's like no consequences. Like, what was that? I just, I mean, Jay wasn't having a baby and it wasn't her baby. Like what? <laughs> she just like <laughs> ran through there. Like, I, and, then, and then when she got there, she couldn't do anything. You know, that she was there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, um, and then I just want to say, um, you know, obviously Marissa Fest Destiny is back because now she <laughs> wants to be a lawyer. And I want to put in an early lock that in season six, she's going to want to be a judge. Okay. <laughs> I think, I'm tired of being looked down upon during my cases and my cross examination. Mm-hmm. Judge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Oh. Molly. All right. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if it's, she <laughs> has said it best. I, just like, oh my goodness. And now she's just constantly calling Luca and I get that they're friends or whatever, but she's just like for this un, like unpaid time to just mentor her through law school. I don't know. It's just a lot. <laughs> and correct me if I'm wrong, but is she getting a free ride or did they just talk her in? It sounds like a free ride to me. Doesn't it? Yeah. So the fact that the fact that a, Sorry famous, to you. a famous black person and her her well-to-do black friend is helping her it's helping her with her white privilege. Fantastic. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, oof. I, as 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 the sole Marissa Stan of the podcast, I will do to remind them that uh, as Marissa frequently mentions she is Jewish, so she is oppressed. So, <laughs> and sh- I think she's going to keep mentioning that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's the frustrating part too. Is like I really like Marissa. I don't doubt yeah. that she could be a very good lawyer. Oh, she, she everything. Great. She's going to be great, but everything about her, she accomplishes anything she does anymore. I'm like, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh goodness. Uh, and when she gets the phone call. I thought it was a prank because it was like, hey, this is Rasputin Loggins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Congrats. You're in law school. And then, you know, cut to people in the other room just laughing it up. And Tom, I'm sorry. Time out. Am, am I dumb or can you just go to law school? Like, I'm not, I'm not knocking her. <laughs> I'm not, I don't know if she went to college or got any kind of degree. But you could just show up because I know, I know for like the NBA and NFL <laughs> draft, you can legit just apply. You can say like, "Hey, I'll put my name up for it," but I would think for like law school, I can apply to the NFL draft. Yeah, you can legit be like uh, Mike Marbeck. I played kicker in high school and <laughs> submit papers. I played team, and, <laughs> <laughs> and if a team is, thinks you're the one, you can get drafted. Mm. And I'm assuming that's how law school works. So if I just go up the street and like knock on Temple's door, hey. Um, I don't know if you know this, but I was a team court uh, lawyer. <laughs> can, I, can I go to law school now? Can I do this? First one of season five. Congratulations, Keen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll just I have to. I, I, I got to add a sound bite uh, to <laughs> that gets mentioned. Just like, ding. <laughs> Jack? I, think, I am just realizing, I don't think Marissa has ever been to a college. I think if, if, my, if, my, <laughs> if my good wife timeline is correct, we meet her in season two. She's Eli Gold's daughter. I think she's in high school at the time. And then she comes back and she was like, yeah, I was in the IDF for three years. Now I'm Alicia's campaign coordinator. Mm. And now, yeah, now she's going to be a lawyer. Interesting. I don't know if you're allowed to just go to law school without. 
is there a pre-law degree like they have for med students? I truly don't know. Okay. All right. Uh, Coming we'll... this fall, the good <laughs> education. <laughs> I want to investigate this. I'm going to do some research, which means I'll Google it and forget about it 10 minutes later. So a um, couple quick things in, in her thread. She's helping out. David Lee says, don't do anything uh, psychiatric. Uh, judge doesn't like it. And he immediately gets denied. I would like to. Nope. Uh, mm-hmm. and it was in that, uh, that thread where the RBG death, uh, gets, gets the, gets the ding. And just for Tia, I want to play, play this to make her feel a little bit better about things. It's a better opportunity for us to start laying off our 20%. Are you kidding me? You weren't at the office. So I just <laughs> wanted to be the one who told you. So you're firing me? No. But given this pandemic, there's just no practical work for an investigator. <laughs> I'm sorry, Marissa. I'm sorry, too. <laughs> Hopefully that yeah. uh, softened the blow just a little for you there, Tia. Yeah, that was that was a good moment. <laughs> was, it was like, I was like watching the episode and I was like, oh, my gosh, are they actually firing Marissa? And I was just like, ah. <laughs> I mean, you can <laughs> You can't fire the one that has COVID. I mean, that'd be pretty fucked up. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh. All right. Let's head over to Julius, Judge Julius oh, Kane. Mm-hmm. Can I speak, say something real quick? Like, I don't mm-hmm. know if it was mentioned for, for season four, but is it me or did, did he get plump for season oh, four? Oh, he, yeah, he got a little, little plumper. Okay. And then for season five, plump gone. Salute. <laughs> Salute to him yeah. for doing that. But like, <laughs> The two things that, that threw me off for the previously or previously on was his his weight and then um, and Liz's hair because when when he came down from like going to the office I was like Liz your hair wasn't like that you had the straight mm-hmm. you had the you had the straight down and all of a sudden you got the got the, got the good got the good dress <laughs> on back come on man mm-hmm. um, but for him the the end is the best part is him like like so is Melo six one eight not a thing. I got a feeling it's not going to be a thing this season. I think it's like Nick. I am not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I could see it going either way right now. There's there's Side stuff. There's, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. there's reason to believe that it that it will come back, and there's reason to believe that it that it won't. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but the fact that uh, he got screwed over royally, she was like, "This will be a mistake," and she was mm-hmm. like, <laughs> "Diane just do the yeah, math." Probably. <laughs> I don't care. Fuck you. Get out of here. Um, Bane. And then the kid, yeah, exactly. I, I'm not going to do it. I'm sorry. Um, but to get Trig, fucking Trig, as soon as he yeah. came in, I was like, oh, there it is. That's, yeah, it's not going to so, get better. Since you brought up Trig, I just want to ask you all, do y'all say neither or neither? I say either. You say either, neither, or neither? I think I I, I'm a switch hitter on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Neither. Neither of us, neither. I think I say neither. Mm. Anyway, it was an important <laughs> question that he brought up during the uh, As for, <laughs> for Trig, I don't think we've mentioned this, um, but I believe that is, I don't have it in my notes. It's from like season three or so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go, keep going. Uh, Rob, Rob, Philly's own Rob McClure, I think that's his name, uh, who has done some, some Broadway things, if I'm not mistaken, as well. Um, hmm. <laughs> what else you got on uh, on Julius? 
<laughs> he got freed. Okay, yeah, I'll just jump to jump yeah, to that part. He got a pardon. So funny. Yeah, no, that was. Uh, I don't know. It it was. It's bittersweet. Just anytime mm-hmm. they they've done this a couple times where. Uh, you know, Diane was in trouble financially, and then that worked out because of Trump. And then mm-hmm. Julius, he gets sentenced, but then that worked out because of Trump. Um, mm-hmm. And so, and it's also weird because obviously when the pardons were happening, IRL, I was just like, oh, like this is horrible, annoying. But now I'm like, oh, I know someone personally who got pardoned. <laughs> so my perspective is a little different. <laughs> um but yeah, so I, I'm glad that they just went ahead and just found a way to resolve that, even though yeah. it gave Trump, a, you know, a tiny bit of credit, but also not really and this and that. But um, and then the last thing I'll say with the Julius uh, storyline is if The Good Fight was a different type of show, like if it was like The Wire or if it was like New Jack City, that inspector general would get jumped and I was hoping that Diane would jump across and just drag her because I'm so <laughs> mad at that lady um, for what she did to Julius. But unfortunately, we did not get a fight. <laughs> that physical fight. <laughs> but I was just mad at her for, uh, anyway, but he's free. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do think it was, what, what do y'all think? Did y'all think that uh, Diane thought they were going to get better than judge charlotte like do you think that like she like was her plan just like you know what let's re-roll and hope for the best like was that <laughs> the longest of the plan you think i don't know if i it... mean i'm my bad go ahead i'm sorry no 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 you're good yeah i don't know i feel like <laughs> she was just kind of like oh i got her on something so maybe if i can get her on something this mm-hmm. will just be like I don't know, just gain some traction, hope yeah. for the best with the next person, kind of thing. Like maybe Charlotte is one of the corrupt ones, and I can get one of the not corrupt. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe she comes out. We we see our boy Charles Abernathy come in, and it was yeah. like, oh, Julius is fine. <laughs> Straight out of LASIK yeah. surgery. <laughs> <laughs> he can't re- even read a memo yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if there's no more on Julius, I'll wrap up with my own. Yeah. Okay. I was I was gonna say one more thing. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you brought it up earlier as far as like how when Luca got the ding for like American News, it transitioned over to to um to Diane. So the fact that that or uh with with um with Julius's case, how it directly affected um but later we'll talk about that. But with Adrian and Charlotte, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry for bringing this up to you. Uh, but I told you that wasn't going to last. Uh, for that to affect it so much was a really cool move too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, then just one thing to mention uh, is that the guy, uh, Josiah, who was the creepy guy that's been running around, it's been bothering me for a very long time since he's, since he's popped up, trying to figure out where I've seen this person. And I finally found out today that he is the person in Wedding Crashers who does this. That's what we call a sack lunch. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> <That's what. laughs> He's one of uh, Cooper's... Fr- oh, he is, yeah. Oh, he does yeah. it like a bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Um, and we'll talk about uh, the, the lock within that thread at the end of the episode. Let's move over to Diane. Oh, I loved uh finding out her pet name for kurt was darling bear 
<laughs> Isn't that so cute? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's more important things, but I just would throw that in there. Sure. Yeah, I, I love seeing at home Diane and watching her being like playfully whiny. Like that's <laughs> that is a side of Diane. I, I don't think anyone would have predicted we would see, you know, eleven years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Diane Lockhart. Like, no, don't kiss me. We'll lose Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Just um, watching her freak out on um, the different states. And I was just like, girl, you don't even know. It's going to flip. All mm. these states go flip. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I didn't like I like Simone Biles. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Like Simone Biles. Um but yeah, so that was that was cool. And again, that was one of those things I forgot. Like I forgot how much people were freaking out. Like I mm-hmm. stayed offline and away from the news that whole night. Um, and I don't think it was, yeah, I just, I didn't pay attention. Um, so I even had a friend text and was like, it's happening again when it looked like Trump was winning. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, girl, I don't, like I am not watching anything on purpose because I can't take it. So yeah, that was a cool flashback. And then I guess the other piece of the Diane storyline outside of the election and oh and how much Kurt comforted her with the whole <laughs> RBG thing that was so yeah. sweet um is uh, apparently I don't know if y'all noticed but Diane cannot change the color of her skin <laughs> so, <laughs> I just want to make sure everybody knows you know, unless you want to pull a Rachel Dolezal on the partners oh, no. <laughs> on, on Madeline and you know. she's gonna come back in next episode with 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 um with Liz's hairstyle <laughs> like a wig oh, I, I did love that interaction oh, between the two of them where where Liz tells her to just say black people and the way that <laughs> Baranski oh. delivers oh. right oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> black people oh yeah. my goodness yeah oh, gosh um yeah. I Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I, all I was going to say, and I texted this to the group as well, but man, does Kurt need some socks. Man, I can't take my barefoot Kurt. <laughs> oh, gosh. BFK. Oh, man, because his toes are just so <laughs> present. Like when they're like, <laughs> Do you know what I mean, though? They're... Hey, you know, some, in the business, sometimes you're a cinematographer and you're like, we got to do one for WikiFeet. We got to get that press going. We got to get that get free advertising. Oh, WikiFeet. <laughs> Oh man, Uh, I don't want to put that into Google. Uh, See if it's a real uh, thing. Kurt, it is. Uh, Uh. Kurt has a great line uh, in this episode that I feel gets passed over, but I hope they explore in more ways in the future. Although I think it is kind of an undercurrent of the show uh, when he's talking about Diane's superstitions and he says, "Liberals for not believing in God, you sure, or not believing religion, you sure do seem to have a hundred religions to take its place." Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, if it's not MSNBC, it would have been Crystals. <laughs> yeah, what a missed opportunity to have uh, Steve Kornacki uh, in the background, right? too, let's just say. He could have he mm-hmm. done that whole, you know, right ventricle thing, too. Oh, for sure. He loved it. He would have done well, more an NBC, accurately. I think it was an NBC thing. I'm sure that that guy is, mm-hmm. like, the Paramount Plus newsman. Right, right, right. Whatever yeah. CBS is called nowadays. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought the... The fact that she's going to be doing this Supreme Court case, I think she's still going to be doing it. It may change due to mm-hmm. uh, the death of RBG. They may decide to pull the case because they're they may see that there's no chance yeah, to continue honestly. 
Um, but I think that at least right now, she's, you know, that's looking good for her. She's getting something she's always wanted. I liked her practicing with Kurt. I thought, you know, there's few better people <laughs> to have in, in your life when you have this huge moment that you can kind of uh, bounce things off of. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, with the RBG thing, how he was just like, dude, back the fuck up. <laughs> I need the <laughs> moment with my wife. And then he takes her into the private room. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was... Uh, it was all really nice. And then just the moments about the champagne and the nervousness about around opening it. No, if I open it, something bad will happen. I've waited four years. I can wait another few weeks. And that that alone just says how nuts this election cycle was, that you can't trust election night. You, can't, you couldn't trust mm-hmm. the electoral college. Uh, you couldn't certifying results. Uh, and you couldn't trust the June 6th delivery of the electoral college results. Uh, it was just insane so mm-hmm. hopefully the next episode that thing gets uh popped I, I did like that in this episode for everything going on they did find space for michael bloomberg to show up and be like remember episode remember episode like 17 of season six of the good way because <laughs> <laughs> that, that i i did look it up and that was a case yeah wow. uh, Bloomberg could also be argued within within Keen's locks at the end of the episode because <laughs> he has the Tony. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I, yeah, I I was gonna say the, the one part of it that I'm really interested to see um, because or is the the is it gonna be a female like a fem, a law firm ran for and by females or is it gonna be a law firm for and ran by black Mm-hmm. So I want to see how that happens. It's just like, I feel like I'm battling for my my partnership. Yeah. Am I? Am I? Am I <laughs> battling? Who's with me? Um, exactly. And the fact that like it's like Adrian even said it. Like it it is Liz's firm. I mean, her dad mm-hmm. started, and it is the top build name. Like it is Reddick, whatever else. So it's cool. Mm-hmm. I want to see. And those the, the, those two partners were like destined to be the annoying partners, and like they do good jobs at it, but it's just like, all right, just yeah, you They're came so in here annoying. to take your mask off to yell at me about this. <laughs> Y'all couldn't do this shit on Zoom, like <laughs> you're not like you're not wrong, but we, and we talk about that more in, in when we talk about Liz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I have a section for the future of the of the firm. Um, so that's any right, any right. of that stuff that that comes up, I mean, it's already been brought up. We can just chat about it now. What do you got? Oh, just that they're not wrong. They're just being assholes about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then it's like Madeline just needs to have several seats for the rest of the season after that HR seat she pulled with. Adrian. <laughs> Here's a bench. Yeah. Here's a whole bench. Yeah. Sit down. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't. Yeah, it's like you're you're banned, sis. We know that was you. So, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Diane flat out asking if she is um, this, saying that she's going to fight for her, fight for her partnership. Adrian having that conversation with Liz, uh, saying that hey, it's it's your firm. It was mm-hmm. built by built by your dad. You run it how you want to run it. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna—it's definitely gonna be what's gonna happen. I don't know how soon we're gonna get that, but yeah. knowing this show, it could be the next episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Liz and Diane—they 
trust each other. They have a really great dynamic. And I think like there's a difference between when STR Lori took over and mm-hmm. we're heading it up. Like there's that type of whiteness. And then there's the having Diane as a partner type of whiteness. So right. I think there's space for allies, even though they're a black firm. So and unfortunately, because of the systemic oppression in this country, you need white people sometimes kind of going in as an ally or a spy or helping, you know, to uh, undo a lot of that stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I hope I hope they don't turn it into like an either or like it could yeah. be both. Um, yeah. So I hope they just add some nuance to that. Um, but yeah, there's there's definitely a difference between Johnny Larry and a Diane Lockhart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> up in there. Larry. I, I, I do think there's also a difference from trying to ally from the top down and allying from an equal level, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. I think that is something that they kind of need to explore with Diane mm-hmm. with this question of identity. Yeah. Okay. Also, I, oh, real quick, Go ahead. I, I'm very curious to get a little more into uh, Liz's politics and like where mm-hmm. she truly lies. We sort of yeah. like skate around it a lot. Like even in that moment when the two of them are together with Kamala, it's like, oh, she has this like general, like, oh, you know, black woman uh, in the White House kind of like, you know, I'm not saying anything about mm-hmm. how I truly feel about this necessarily. Yeah. And, you know, she was married to a police officer for so long. And like, I, I had a complicated relationship there. I just feel like we've never really gotten uh, we'd never saw we didn't see her reaction to any of the the George Floyd stuff or anything like that mm-hmm. really I just feel like we're not we're not getting that and I'm very curious if that's something that's part of this reckoning that we'll see is is yeah. where she actually yeah. lies in all of this yeah. yeah especially when the writers have expressed awareness of all that stuff like you know mm-hmm. even in this episode with you know, the many uh, approaches to everything that happened with George Floyd but even in last season you know someone brought up like Oh, and you're against police brutality. So, you know, we can, you're not associated with the police. So there's no Kamala problem. So they have used the words, the the Kamala problem on this show before. And mm-hmm. for a firm that does what they do, I, I, I agree. I think that's something that I would really like to see this show get into a little bit. Oh. Uh, Liz doesn't have her own thread within our discussion and mm-hmm. it's mainly because she doesn't drive a thread within the episode yeah. um so if there's anything more on liz in a moment i want to hear about it i just want to ask one simple question maybe it's not a simple question uh about the firm did they end the previously on part of str Laurie, or were they removed from it did you notice or not what do you mean were they still like, part of str Laurie? i think so i think if you look so up, yeah okay I was gonna say, if you look in the backgrounds, it still it still shows, um, it still shows uh, RBL, and then underneath the, okay. gotcha. the Lori shit. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I think I think that's the big reason why. Um, well, with the Democrat shit, uh, Adrian was like, "All right, look, I'll just bounce. That'll take care. That'll take care of a good amount oh, of good money." Under, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. they were saying like, "Who can we like let go and fire?" So I think they're definitely like still a part of. It. You just didn't see Johnny Larry today. Yeah, and yeah. also if he's leaving and that's taking half of the twenty percent, wouldn't they only have to then cut ten percent of, exactly, yeah. of their force? Uh, <laughs> it's the new, it's the new yeah, depending on how it... they replace him. <laughs> yeah, Marissa gone. Yeah, Marissa is gone. Yeah. So that's yeah, a so you saved ninety thousand dollars there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I th- I think Liz's thread is the future of STR Lori, and I think right. that that is yes. what they primed to set up for 
the rest of the season. I do think we are going to see, if not some, I, I think for the first four seasons of this show, it has been Dan Lockhart and friends in a way. Mm-hmm. I think this season we are really going to see it become Dianne Lockhart and Liz Reddick and friends, or possibly even maybe perhaps it could be by the end of this season, it's the Liz Reddick and friends show. Mm-hmm. But I think she's proud. I mean, as, <laughs> as, as the person in America who watched spectrum original, the bike, <laughs> They already ran a test course of having Audrey McDonald be the lead of a show. And folks, surprising no one, she can fucking do it. She mm. can do it on stage. She can do it on TV. Mm. You know? Yeah. Fun stuff for the side locks. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts? Um, you have to, I mean, Keen briefly mentioned it, but yeah, Liz, new hair, don't care. <laughs> I'm for it. We need it. Like, I love it because it's like switching it up. She got lock extensions and mm-hmm. I was very pleased to see, to see that for sure. Mm-hmm. Bringing in like the natural look. Yeah. Also, also, yeah. Oh, oh, I was just going to say, I'm just looking forward to seeing her like show out for the rest of the, um, the season. Yep. Sans Caleb. I was gonna say R.I.P. Caleb, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's gone. Yeah, gone. <laughs> yep. Uh, and just another small moment I enjoyed was her when she was on the Zoom call and the partners were talking to oh, yeah. Luca, yes, of course. And they're having that conversation in the chat, <laughs> and then Luca's just like, "Oh, and by the way, you might want to click private when you're talking about you know something like that." And just like, the face all right, bye. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was perfect. Yeah. So funny. Just absolute you. correct response to that moment. Oh, you saw this? All right, conversation's <laughs> over, I guess. See ya. Yeah. Aww. You think she did that on purpose? I would. And then she gets immediately on the phone with um, yeah. Bianca. Bianca. Um, Anything other? Yeah, let's uh, talk, Luke. I yeah. think you, you transitioned pretty well. Let's talk about yeah. Luke, I think. What do we got? <laughs> oh, sad. Okay. I'm I mean, sad for her, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm super sad. But two things. Uh, one, I love whenever they give her a british not not a british thing <laughs> but like she's in england and she uses her, her real mm-hmm. voice once like a little i don't remember what she said but she said something like a local kind of thing and yeah. two is is i can't remember her the um the like bianca? famous versus bianca thank you uh is bianca shortchanging her because luca just won 1.5 mil <laughs> and she's only gonna pay her 1.3 i mean yeah, one point three a year. Yeah, guaranteed a year. I, I understand right. that. That's <laughs> all right. But, but I ain't turning it down. You, oh, of course not. And then the fact that the fact that they were like for a split second, I would love like if if I could uh, steal a term from Loki, I would love to see a possible <laughs> Nexus event where <laughs> a, another timeline where you see a firm headed up by um, by Reddick Lockhart. And Quinn, and that would be what mm. RLQ. I'll be yeah. all about it. Mm. I think yeah. to 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 have those different uh, looks and different points of view, I think it would be really cool. The fact that they were willing to do that, like look, like half a mil, five hundred thousand, we you, we can't lose you. And then Bianca mm-hmm. was like, "Fuck them, one point three. They ain't topping that. <laughs> like, like it's, topping. Yeah. it's crazy." Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The goodbye. Um was very um, it was more emotional than i thought it 
was. And mm-hmm. I yeah. wrote down the exchange that I was just like, um, when Luca told Jay and Marissa, she said, you make me smile. I didn't smile mm-hmm. much before you guys. And then here goes Marissa. I smiled all the time, but I didn't mean it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but there was still like a lot of power in that too. Just, you know, yeah, that she was genuinely happy and that they were a special group. And I guess that was like her actual goodbye or whatever and she mm-hmm. i read in an article that she was um she wasn't even talking to those actors it was just like a <laughs> yeah. blank screen and she was reading oh. the lines but yeah. man it was oh it was so good and i also liked the way they just adapted to what was going on with covid it's like okay mm-hmm. luca lives in london like the actress and we're gonna make this transition and make it make sense and it totally it felt so believable it didn't feel forced yeah. it didn't feel like mm-hmm. oh they're shoehorning this in because of you know uh COVID oh, i'm a fucking because... idiot yeah she is in england yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she was just at home during you know oh, she was on lockdown so yeah i'm sorry absolutely <laughs> because this is like because we were talking about um one i'm sorry i do a lot of podcasts one of the podcasts, we were talking about the, the idea of a bottle episode and how, like, you try to save money. And, like, whenever someone takes a trip, that's a huge episode because you got to pay for it. The fact that the fact that Chris Jumbo was already there, she was like, look, guys, why don't I just stay here and, like, you just <laughs> set some cameras or yeah. whatever. And, like, yeah, we'll just film yeah. it, something like that, whatever. And it was just, oh, uh, yeah. so good. There's also one moment where, because we, we talk about the inside-outside fun that they have with her being British, uh, where mm-hmm. Adrian says, like, England's not your home. <laughs> America <laughs> is your home. <laughs> other fun. Um, fun we, what, a, what an interesting character detail to reveal at the beginning of this episode, that Luca has never left the country before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just found that so interesting. Like, to learn about her. I don't know why. It really boggled my mind. Well, I think Uh, now that we have... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say really quickly, um, I haven't known her as long as, like, uh, as long as y'all, obviously, because y'all seen her in, like, the the good wife. But to me, it seems like the way she is as a person, she was too busy working, too Mm -hmm. busy working hard to take any kind of vacations. And the fact that all her parents put all the money to her, she couldn't do any, like, study abroad type of thing. So... Yeah, she right. was just to the grindstone and just working. So when she said that, I'm like, oh, yeah, you bust your ass. Of course you didn't right. go anywhere. You couldn't take a vacation. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think now that we sort of have a full look at her entire arc on the show, as I keep saying, we meet her in bail court, like in the, the dregs of the justice system, barely, essentially making like commission from people who can barely pay you know, mm-hmm. like like mm-hmm. as scraping yeah. by as you can scrape by as a lawyer short of, you know, dial a lawyer like Maya was doing. Mm-hmm. And so I think her whole arc is a very interesting, a very interesting take on the rags to riches story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because that is where she ends up, but it is not in the like, oh, you're, you know, you are recognized for your talent, but it's not like not, no miracle happened. And, and it was hard work, but it wasn't, this sort of entrepreneurship hard work story that, that yeah. is a lot of makes up a lot of American media. It was just like you worked hard and then something really lucky happened and you knew that you were never going to get that opportunity again. It was a much more human take on that story. Um, but, but also I, I think portrays an interesting look at Luca's morality 
in that she has always been interested in fighting the titular good fight as part of her job, but it never really spilled over into her personal life. And so like the opportunity for a paycheck comes, you know, she's not doing the Adrian thing of like, uh, which we'll talk about with, with Adrian send off, which I think was beautiful, but that it is like, I need to find some stability and some comfort. And I, yeah. I appreciate that the show doesn't judge her for that. It doesn't <clears throat> look down on her for that. I think the show is very good about recognizing that fighting the good fight is hard and mm-hmm. not everyone should have to want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I have one more question on this thread. If they are prepared to offer Luca $500,000, mm-hmm. what are their salaries? Do we know what they they're making? No, I'm just curious. I could imagine a couple hundred thousand a year, like close, like hovering near probably a mil for yeah. a few. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I mean, I would yeah. I would assume Bozeman for being a named partner for as long as he has been, yeah. um, definitely up there, and Lockhart probably up there in that spot. Lockhart was getting ready to buy a damn villa, like I should get ready to buy a damn town. In Italy, like it was crazy. Um, yeah. Well, she also yeah, invested funny. in a pyramid scheme. <laughs> True. And Adrian yeah. would have cut ten percent. Is that the, of the money they needed? I think. The... Yeah. So he oh, would have cut ten percent of all of their. So I mean, yeah. I mean, he has Eesh. to. Right? A lot, yeah. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Heading over to Adrian. Ooh. How are you feeling? Uh, Why is it that everyone who goes through heartbreak moves to Atlanta? I don't know. <laughs> like even people I know, like in my personal life, they're just like, uh, I'm moving to Atlanta and, you know, cause me and so-and-so broke up, you know, fresh start, but yeah, that happens a lot. So made sense to me mm-hmm. yeah. when I experienced, but, um, I, I think it's because, and correct me if I'm wrong, I, cause I'm speaking on this as an outsider is Atlanta, not the black Los Angeles. Like, it's just where you go, and it's like there's like a, a world of entertainment jobs there, but also it's just like it is a place for a lot of the reasons that like Adrian mentioned in right. this show. It is a cultural epicenter in the way oh, Los yeah. Angeles is. For sure. Well, yeah. yeah, there's that, but also his heart, his heart is broken. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, and I think that's part of it. I do think that's part of it. It's like, wait, you know how it is like when someone, if it's like a breakup and they're like, no, I'm just, I'm just trying this new career. <laughs> yeah. And it's, they try to make it like, it's about that or about them finally following their passion. But it's like, wait, did you just break up with Janet? After yeah. Years? Like, I feel like these two are connected. So I think it's probably both. It's the, yeah. Atlanta is the place to be, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying he wouldn't be going to Atlanta if him and Charlotte didn't break up. Right. And he did not want to break up with Charlotte. No. I'll say this. You're right that he did not want to break up with Charlotte. But the way Georgia came through and the <laughs> fact that the DNC is still in his ear, he was like, all right, this is kind of a hot. Uh, I mean, that's why it's called mm-hmm. Atlanta. This is a bit of a hot, <laughs> hot bed right now. Let yeah. me head down there, see what's what, and then get, like, get my roots into it. So, I mean. We're going to. We're gonna get like an Adrian Bozeman, Stacey Abrams, like buddy cop. Yep. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna say, I, I, I think and so uh, much of that choice was colored by his experiences with Ruth Eastman of like mm-hmm. this like fake showy oh, yeah. presidential s- debate kind of politics. Oh yeah. When it's like enjoy, like yeah, that is where real 
politics and movement and organizing is mm -hmm. happening. It's not happening in Washington. Yeah, and if it is true that he's sort of being pushed out of that 2024 ticket, which it sounds like is what is happening, I feel like, yeah, mm -hmm. he's, he's sort of at this like all right fine i'll go and do this which i did like as a choice for adrian because i think one of the things that we get with adrian a lot throughout these five years is is that he can go with the money for sure like yeah a lot a lot so i did try to appreciate this like oh he 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 does have that heart of gold still <laughs> yeah is, you know yeah yeah and i think it's in oh sorry go ahead real quick it's really silly i was gonna say i'm sad that we're not going to get as many good, like, strong, dramatic uh, cursing oh. scenes. Because mm -hmm. he, he used up a, he, 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 he shot the whole load in this one. He was like, oh, yeah. Fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, when he gets hype and he, he start creeping, in, creeping, creeping into his actual British accent just a little <laughs> bit when he start cursing, beautiful. Yeah. The scene with uh, him after he's seen the George Floyd video and he, because he had already talked about the, the book and what it's going to be about and he's like what i'm gonna it's going to be about this and ruth eastman's like yeah but what if you remove all the stuff that makes it interesting <laughs> you know exactly uh, and uh after he sees the george floyd video he's like this is the fucking book i'm gonna write and then the scene between those two like the acting the oh, look on man. her face someone who was always so in control she was completely like Ugh, okay yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. And everybody's reactions around there and how just yeah he was just so damn good oh. I, I bet the people around him were just like, thank you. <laughs> who, know, who knows what, I, I'm imagining what they had to deal with being like, after experiencing something like that and being around Ruth all day, they're probably like, mm -hmm. who was that guy? Thank God he came in. Oh, mm -hmm. I needed that. They're like, I'm sure he got a slow clap that he didn't hear. After also, <laughs> none of those people wearing masks. Yeah. Oh. That too. Oh no, yeah, that was that that was the moment in the episode where I I mean I'm gonna miss Adrian, but like in that moment you're like, oh I'm gonna miss Delroy Lindo so yeah. much. Yeah. Like, oh you know? yeah. yeah. Like, oh uh, man, yeah. He had that scene and this one, which I'm going to play, uh just two really, really great scenes. And that's something that I think this another reason why I think Kings, please submit this as the Emmy. But again, let's watch the whole season. Uh everybody got to show so many different ranges of emotion throughout this entire mm -hmm. episode in a way that you don't never, you don't really see on television they were covering so many different events over a long time period it was just really cool but this is the scene i'm going to play the scene with him and charlotte after he has just um mm. she, she ah! found out that he gave the info he is a Republican judge. He is also a partner in a law firm that I've helped build for five years. This is work I have dedicated my whole fucking life to, you Charlotte. You said the choice. Yeah. Just that small bit there, I was like, ooh. My whole Ugh. fucking life. Yeah, so yeah the great, like the gritting of the teeth. Yes. And, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Ah, Delroy. I am yes. proud of myself because I did write that line down and I was like, this is going to be one of Mike's sounds. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. I mean, we're going to have a little bit more time to prepare for these podcasts. We're not recording six a week. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hello. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Charlotte, uh, R-U-N-N-O-F-T. Uh, there was that fun moment, not fun moment, but just that line she has where he's like, I have to choose between my girlfriend and my partner at the firm. And she's like, well, maybe you can invite him in here a second day. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was just that. so I, slick with it. I hope this is not the last we see of Charlotte. I really yeah. do. God, I love her as a character. 
She is so good. And I mean, yeah, and she's right. Like he broke so much trust. And of course, like I'm biased mm-hmm. because, you know, I want Julius to have justice and, you know, the whole memo 618 thing is very annoying, but, um, and unjust, but it's like everything he did to <laughs> meet Diane downstairs in the car. Um, mm-hmm. That's like, how do you trust somebody after that? And he, yeah. he could have at least communicated with her about it. Um, but yeah, that part where they broke up and then he told Charlotte he loved her. And then afterwards, she's like, I loved you too. And she goes, the only man, like that was probably oh, the man. only man yeah. she loved. And then something wet touched my eyeball and kind of started <laughs> to fall upon my cheek. And I was like, uh oh. Um, <laughs> can I say one thing real, real quick? Like, um, I see the opposite of that. Oh. <laughs> hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. The fact that uh, Adrian is such a, a like a, a father figure, uh, a loyal family guy. Um, the fact that he, that he took care of Jay, he was right there. I'm like, I got you. I'm going to take care of you. When he heard that, he immediately thought, no way you're going to fuck over my brother like that. I had like, this is wrong. I can't do that. I can't let that slide. And he's like, he, that's why he's like, he called Diane immediately. Like, look, I can't say anything, but uh, this is, this is what's happening and it's wrong. And I got to write this. I, it hurts. I know what I'm giving up, but I love y'all too much to let the shit slide. So the fact that he's mm-hmm. that loyal to his people, I applaud that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You pulled me in there a little bit. I, <laughs> I, I was I was already ready to be like, shut up! <laughs> it's not true. But then as you started talking, I'm like, hmm, yes, you have a point. Um, I I agree with that. I I think I think I just wish he would have at least given her a heads up because the way she found out yeah. was Diane approaching oh, her in court. Sorry. Yeah, just, like, I remember she was all like with the <laughs> yeah, the folder in front of her mouth. She's like, did Adrian tell you that? <laughs> um, so I think also I that embarrassment. Say. Yeah, but that that embarrassment of like, oh, like, you know this, but I'm, you know, yeah, I think what you just said too, yeah, the blind side of it, but yeah, he definitely did the right thing, but not yeah. the right, not the right way. Mm-hmm. So, anything more on Adrian? Oh, the freaking uh, we didn't talk about the elevator. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> I had that in the uh, the the loose the loose threads, okay, but loose yeah, threads. no, no, you got it. Yeah. Uh, well, what, what, what were you going to say about it? <laughs> I know. That was I, my comment. It was so random. And oh. I had to look up. Oh, go ahead, Jack. Yeah, go for I was it. Saying, I think you were just about to mention L.A. Law. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you have more on that? Because it just, it's, it was it just like an ode to law shows of the past? Oh, yeah. I think it was just an homage to the fact that uh, it was like kind of publicized before that like, yeah, this was going to be the last episode for Del Rey Lindo. We don't know how they're getting rid of them. And so to have that little tease of like Uh, how another law show famously dealt with Uh, a cast member leaving by just throwing it on an elevator shaft. (laughs) Oh, Oh, chef kiss. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, I did not realize that. That's perfect. Uh, But plot wise, it also helps to push them to follow what they want to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they kind of use that. So it's not just a, a throwaway. So again, great episode. 
there was a second there was and maybe this is colored by when i think of like near death scenes like that uh, i think of uh, the episode of mad men where um joan and roger get mugged and then immediately have sex Uh, and for a second i was like they're not no are they because i know in this podcast in the very early seasons that was a suspicion that some of us had Mm. yeah that was yeah. gonna happen the first time. I was like, are they just gonna blow it all up right now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm happy on him? they didn't. On him. The then the last thing I have is uh the quick sound bite where Liz asks him if he knows mm. what he's doing. You sure you know what you're doing? No. But I'm all about improvisation, right? Mm-hmm. And you know who does improvisation? God Crossroads it, Comedy Theater. <laughs> Go to xroadscomedy.com for information on shows and podcasts. All right. That is everything other than loose threads. So I have um, January 6th, Adrian says the guardrails held just fine because of all the cases that Trump lost. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, okay, yeah, maybe. Uh, but a lot of stuff didn't. Uh, the, what, yeah, what the fuck elevator? Uh, and then the other stuff we kind of already talked about ending with the opening credits. Perfect. And instead of explosions, Mm -hmm. uh, kittens and piglets and puppies and penguins. (laughs) My locks. Yes. My locks. I want (laughs) to advocate for that later. Yeah. Good luck. Um, (laughs) pigs, ducks, meerkats. It was just, yeah, really fun. The way that they really switched things up there. I'm curious to see what the next ones look like, but we also don't even know when the next one takes place. So mm-hmm. we shall we shall see if they pick right where they left off or jump to a couple of months later. All right. So that is the discussion portion of the episode. Now we are moving into the stone cold lock portion of the episode. So I'm going to bring up our predictions and see where we are at. Uh, if there's anything I miss and anything you want to fight for, um, right now the only ones I have that will be dis- quickly discussed and awarded or denied uh, is Mike. Julius will be put on trial and the judge will be Judge Hazelwood, Keen, mm-hmm. a huge guest star, Emmy, Tony, etc. And we saw the great Ben Vereen. Now, Keen's so, got his own corner of the sky. Oh, and? <laughs> if there's any others, then you can feel free to bring them up at the end. <laughs> uh, so arguments in favor of Keen, do you feel that Ben Vereen breaches the status for which Keen sold his lock? Oh, that, that's, that's objective, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Or no, sub, sub, uh, which one means, uh, yeah, objective, objective, yeah, objectively yeah. true. Alrighty then, Keen, you're on the board with 4.4375 points. I need those side locks because my one <laughs> lock is completely done. So uh, yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, but that's it. Uh, we we do know what get happens to those who get into bed with Judas. So I would say, you know, <laughs> yeah. be careful. Be careful, Keen. Uh, and my lock, Julius, is put on trial, and Charlotte is the judge randomly assigned. We don't necessarily Was it know. If it's, we don't necessarily know. We can't prove that. Um, but we do know that that's basically how they assign their judges. So. Uh, I think that's a greener, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah guess. Then I am on the board uh, in the Stone Cold Locks competition with 7.25 points. All right. Uh, the other things that kind of 
uh, require or just are fun honorable mention. Uh, that is Molly's Lock of RBG's Ghost makes an appearance. There is still time. Mm-hmm. There is still uh, is there? Is this a ten episode season? Do we know that? Ten episodes. Yep. Should yeah, be okay. twelve. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so they, got, I mean, they they packed four episodes into one. This we got time, nine so. more episodes yeah. for for that to happen. Uh, we don't know how much they're going to touch with the Capitol riot. So Felix Staples mm-hmm. plays a key role in orchestrating Capitol riot. I think that's still on the board. Uh, and oh, this is the one other one I wanted to mention. Adrian is going to leave, and it's going to happen on a bad note. Do you mm. feel Adrian left on a bad note? No. 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 I don't. Okay, that Molly herself has said no. <laughs> that settles that. Uh, and Tia, I think you had something. <laughs> I do. If you all remember my lock, I believe it was mm-hmm. my first lock. Was that mm-hmm. Diane? Will mm-hmm. give- you always remember your first. <laughs> <laughs> was that Diane will give Kurt or Kurt will give Diane a kitten mm-hmm. a kitty cat so imagine my surprise mm-hmm. as I'm enjoying the premiere episode of season five as it wraps and the first mm-hmm. thing I see is a little kitten in a little box and I was like oh my god it's Diane's kitten Mm-hmm. Do we know that it's Diane's kitten? Do we did, know did that it, Kurt gave it? Do we it, see his bare it, feet next to it? Did, did, <laughs> We don't know yet. That's why I want to advocate for like maybe 25% of my lock points. What? What? <laughs> no. I know. No. I, 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 I would argue this is more a possible teaser for your lock. Okay. Yeah. T is I'm... coming for these locks like Luca for that race. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with that Luca wig on, and we didn't mention this, but behind her, her background, if you're playing at home, mm-hmm. is the uh, table full of historical figures with uh, with Jay. Yes. Uh, is there oh, any other gosh. locks that you have that you feel are worth mentioning at this point? Oh, yeah. Point? Mine, uh, the fact that the Quinn family would get back together, that's out of the fucking question now, so... <laughs> Anything yeah. I think is still on the table because I think there's going to be a lot of losers if, if we go through what all was, of them. What was the other? What was my other lock? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, we're going to see a spinoff with one of the investigators. <laughs> <laughs> the long game. The long game. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 all ch- I'm all in on that one. Yeah, that's all I got left. So yeah, you're going to need those I, side locks. <laughs> I I will say to my locks, we do not have any evidence suggesting that Kurt wasn't at the Capitol riots. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the, a bunch of these are still on the uh, on the reasonable table. <laughs> uh, some some not so 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 much. Uh, okay, so I mentioned this at the top of the episode. If you have, and this is completely up to you, if you have something that you want to predict for the next episode, mm-hmm. you can give one prediction. One prediction, and then that will be scored by the person to your right on my Zoom screen, going counterclockwise on a scale from zero to one. Mm-hmm. Zero, of course, being, yeah, that's probably going to happen. And one oh. being, oh, that's definitely going to happen. Or it's just super difficult to happen. Um, I think I, I got one. Okay, I, I got one whenever we're ready to go. Keen, yeah. what do you got? I want to. I want to. I'm going to mute my mic while we do this, and I'll do me do mine last if I have one. Okay. I want. I want to develop mine more. I think Jack should go. If he has one, like solid. Yeah, I'm solid. I think, and this is just for next episode, right? Mm-hmm. I think. 
I think next episode, we're going to see a judge that we haven't seen since The Good Wife. Damn it. Oh, no, <laughs> Keen, I'm sorry. It happens. No, you're Were good. you just going to throw good. that out there, not having seen the show? Yeah. Okay. Have you seen have you seen my locks? I throw, I throw them everywhere. I don't care. All right, let's get it uh let's get a scoring. Molly. That's a score for me. Um yeah. nice. Uh I will say um a point seven. <laughs> Not even a one. <laughs> well wait, isn't that the is that the, yeah, you're the fine. I did it right, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Is oh, that's right. One's the most. Yeah, okay. no, I'm not. No, okay, I'm thank you, Molly. <laughs> what the score or my or my my prediction? Your score for this. Oh, my score for this. Um, I'm gonna give it a one because it could be, and I wouldn't know. So it's like, hey, there it is. So yeah, I'm gonna say a one. Okay. Tia. I will say I'll go in half with a point five. Okay, okay. I'm good with this. And Jack. Wait. What? And Jack. Oh, that was your opinion. Yeah, score yourself. Score it? He's like, I guess a one. I'm going around. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to give it a 0.5 as well. Okay. All righty. Let's go. Can I just just say that uh, I've always had issues with decimals? I almost failed the fourth grade because of them. So. If we're going to do this every damn episode, <laughs> it's going to be tough. Um, I'll say this. I predict the next episode, it feels so dumb, but I think the next episode, the case will involve a single gunshot. Not that they killed someone, but some, somehow a gunshot is involved, whether it be like to scare someone off, it might be like a burglary kind of thing. But I think a gun, because like whatever reason, Jay having a gun now, I think will play into it. Because now he's even mm. a tougher, more aggressive, possibly, because of what happened. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna say a gunshot will be involved in the next case that they have. Okay, uh, let's go, Tia. That's a one. Jack. I'll give it a point six. Molly. Um, I'm point seven again. I'm going. Point eight on Ooh. that one. Ooh. And I just realized that I kept saying uh, the person to your right and going counterclockwise are two different things. Um, so what I meant to say is just going left and counterclockwise. Not that you can see or see what I'm doing. Just trying to keep it keep it keep it level here. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's go, Tia. If you got a lock, it's a pretty simple lock. Um, Julius is gonna get his drink on. He just got out of prison. (laughs) He will be in high spirits while partaking of the spirits. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know if we've ever seen him drunk. Uh, Wow. Or just not necessarily drunk, but he will be drinking. Okay. Jack, what do you got? One. I'd give it more if I could. One. (laughs) Molly. Point eight. King. One, because I want to see it. (laughs) That's that's the reason I scored it a one, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I am also a one. Oh, wow, I didn't expect that. Okay. Um, Molly. Um, uh, I think Diane and Liz are going to duet the song <laughs> I Will Never Leave You from Sideshow. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because I think they, it would be really fun to see them sing it together, even though I don't think they would both mean it. Oh. Uh, King. 
one because I, I want this musical episode. If the Flash can <laughs> yeah. do it, damn, I know they can do it and they'll fucking crush it. So one. Tia. Yeah. It's a one. Mm-hmm. Jack? Ten. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said, most, I, said. I said what I said. That's the most from Jack <laughs> and the most from me as well. Oh. All right. Uh, and that leaves me. Um, I'm just going to say that Memo 6, 618 is mentioned in the next episode. Mm. Oh. Ooh, uh, yeah. uh, okay. And that would be Keen. Point 0.5. Yeah. Also, point actually point four. They're definitely going to mention it. <laughs> okay, Jack. I'd say point eight because I, I think they they gave themselves a very nice off ramp to not have to yeah do more with that. So I'd be yeah. curious to see if they keep building on it. Uh, as I've said previously on this podcast, it's one of my favorite storylines that they've had in the show, which is the only mm-hmm. reason why I want to see it come back. Um, <laughs> but it completely makes sense for it to be done. Molly, uh, point six. All righty. Um, all right. So those are our side locks. Jack, we will see a judge that haven't, haven't seen since the good wife, Keen, gunshots involved. Uh, Tia, Julius drinks. Molly, I will never leave you duets. Uh, listen, Diane, and Memo, six, Memo 618 comes up for me. Uh, and then I will average those out after the podcast. And last, but certainly not least, winners and losers. What do you got, Molly, for winner? Uh, Luca. I mean, I'm sad to lose her, but come on. Good for her. For sure. Uh, Keen? My original winner would be Luca. Uh, So uh, I'm going to say Adrian, uh, Mm -hmm. just because uh, he went out. He did did what what, uh, John Elwood did. He went out on top. He Mm -hmm. won everything, Mm -hmm. got everything he could. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to just go to Atlanta, eat some lemon pepper wings, enjoy myself. yeah. yeah. Tia? You know what? Uh, Luca is my winner. I'm going to just keep her my winner because yeah. I'm wearing the Luca wig. Uh, <laughs> and, I, and I was eating uh, crumpet. So <laughs> Luca, Luca left on her own term. She's in London where I guess there's an extra amount of goo goo gaga for Black American women. And I was there in 2014. <laughs> and it's true. Um, and she she's finally got, it was such, such, a, such a happy ending. Like she's yeah getting her worth and she got a nanny and she's still cute. Yep. Jack. Uh, I'm going to stick to the pattern. I'm also going to go, I can't give it to anyone, but Adrian, you know, my man, he, he is fighting the good fight. He's living up to the, he's the first character we've seen leave the show to go live up to the title of the show. Mm. He's going to drink Coke. He's going to JR crickets. He's, he gets to go to the varsity <laughs> oh whenever he wants. <laughs> have you had the hot dogs at the varsity, Mike? I have not. I don't know why I singled you out. They're very good hot dogs. <laughs> I've also never left the country. Um, I <laughs> is in our country, Mike. I, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying, saying I haven't left the country just as part of um, okay. Lucas, okay. Lucas thing. Um, I don't travel much. All right. And for me, yours surprised me, Jack, because I thought for sure you were going to pick Marissa. Um, <laughs> Marissa, who has been fired. I'm going to go to law school and got in just like mm. that and probably got a free ride. Um, yeah, lost $90,000 a year, but picked up somewhere in the mm-hmm. area of, I don't know, $270,000 worth of tuition. So not bad. Yeah, I'll, right. I'll be able to give Marissa wins in the future. Yeah. And this is my last chance to award Adrian. 
Losers. Uh, let's go, Jack. Uh, losers this episode, uh, I got to give it to Jesus. Uh, <laughs> you know, he, he thought Jesus Christ came in and thought he was going to change a man's life. But the guy got set down with, with three people he just couldn't compete with. I'm sorry, Christ. But and you, once again, and I'll keep Harvard on this joke because it looks like we're getting more Ben. The man had Judas <laughs> right next to him and he lost. <laughs> Jesus Christ lost on the marketplace of ideas. He failed. He fell short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tia. Not portrayed by the real Jesus, by the way. <laughs> the real Jesus. <laughs> right. What the real Jesus would have did now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm going to give my loser to... Some of you might argue that these are two different people, but for this loser uh, thing, they are one, and that is Shadrian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the breakup, they there was so much potential there. I love them together. So Shadrian is my loser. Sure. Uh, King? <sighs> Shadrian makes no sense because you got to say Charlotte. You don't say Charlotte. But Adrian, yeah, or so Adrian. 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 Just add the chef. There you okay. go, Adrian. I like Shadrian, but but spelled S H A. My loser. Uh, uh, real quick, I'm really sorry. I'm sorry I didn't bring this up earlier. I love the fact that they had a black Jesus. Perfect. Um, I, I love. I think the loser is us. I think the crap, the fans, mm -hmm. because Ooh. they had to gloss over monumental yeah. events, world-changing events, mm. had to cram everything into one concise episode. So we, the yeah. fact that we can't get a full episode on any one of those topics, mm. we, we missed out. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Molly? Um, Jay? Yeah. Just, mm -hmm. yeah, that's rough. I'm glad yeah. he's okay now. But yeah. yeah. But I mean, he's changed. He, he, yeah. much like uh, when a character dies in a CW supernatural show <laughs> and they come back, I don't think Jay came back the same. Yeah. Mm -mm. I, I think we're wrong. He comes back wrong. We're going to see some season six Buffy out of Jay. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I'm going to match that. Molly, Jay is my loser for the episode. He got a really bad case, like really mm. bad, uh, that you don't really see people. Yeah, they don't show a lot of that on TV, especially now, even though it's, we're still in a pandemic. Mm -hmm. uh, so for them to show that, I thought was, um, yeah. I think, a great choice uh, just to remind people of it's still there. And you have that other thread, not thread, um, variant mm -hmm. that's uh, picking up steam. Yeah. All right. Uh, that... But he, I will say for Jay, I just want to say real quick, he does have a yeah. great new hair care routine. Sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, that is it for this episode, the season premiere titled Previously On. We'll be back for episode two a week from now. It'll be out mm -hmm. next Monday. Like we can actually predict when we're going to uh, release these episodes a little bit more consistently now. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Tia. Thank you, Keen. Thank you, Molly. And thank you all for listening. Bye. I will never go away We were meant to share each moment Beside you